Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet Psachim, Perek Vav, Mishneh Hey. This is another one of those back-and-forth, Gemara-style, conversational Mishnayot. HaPesach Shishchato Shaloli Shmo B'Shabbat Chayav Alav Chatat. Okay, let's say a person has a korban in front of them. The korban in front of them was actually a korban Pesach. It was set aside and designated as a korban Pesach. Now, we've said until now that a korban Pesach, it is not only permissible, but required to shecht it on Shabbat if Shabbat is the 14th of Nisan, is Erev Pesach. So normally that would be fine. Here you have a korban Pesach. It's been set aside. It's the right animal, everything else. It's, uh, it's Shabbat. But the person, when they bring it, has in mind or declares that they're not doing this as a Korban Pesach. They're doing it as a different kind of Korban, as a, uh, a Korban Shlamim, let's say, you know, as, or, or, or you know, any, any sort of other Korban that's to be eaten in the regular way or just not as a Korban Pesach is the point. So at the time of, their, their mind slips them or they just have in mind they're using it for something else. Chayav Lav one has to bring a sin offering. In other words, one has done something wrong here that is liable to the penalty of a sin offering. Why? Because even though it was the correct day and it actually had been designated the correct korban, when they bring it as the incorrect korban, you're not allowed to bring other sacrifices on Shabbat, right? Personal personal sacrifices besides the korban Pesach, which has this unusual status as being quasi-public, quasi-private. Public korbanot are things like the daily offering in the Beit HaMikdash for everyone. That's something different. Those are done on Shabbat. That's part of why we say Musaf on Shabbat, is to talk about the Musaf, the additional offerings. Those are public offerings. There are a few of them. They're offered for the entire Jewish people. Fine. Private offerings, not brought on Shabbat, except for Korban Pesach, which has this, like I said, this, this in-between status. It's largely private. It's mine. I, I eat it at my Seder, but it's not exactly private. It has certain aspects of, kor- of public Korban. That said, so now one is offering a Korban Pesach as a private offering. That's wrong. And one brings a Korban Chata to repair that, a sin offering to repair that after the fact. Let's say someone took a different animal. This is the opposite case. Took a different animal that was actually designated to be a sin offering, peace offering, whatever it is. And when they shechted it on Shabbat, said, oh, this is a Korban Pesach. If the animal wasn't even close, it's not even the right animal. It's a cow. Korban Pesach is a sheep, maybe a goat. But if it's a cow, it's something totally not right, then definitely still chayev, still have to bring a sin offering because there's no way, this isn't even even anywhere near being a Korban Pesach. So one now brought a private offering on Shabbat and that's wrong. And so bring a sin offering afterwards. But let's say it was a sheep. It was a sheep that had been set aside to be a Korban Shlamim, a peace offering or, or whatnot. And now a person brings it and says it is a Korban Pesach when they bring it, but it's already been designated something else, but it's Shabbat and it's Shabbat and it's private. But they brought it and said it was a Korban Pesach. Again, not willingly is something else, but this is, they made a mistake and thought, oh, that was the Pesach. They confused the sheep. Don't know. I mean, some sheep look a little bit more alike than other sheep. So what happens now? Rabbi Lazar says it's still a private offering. It's the wrong animal. It's, it was an animal that was designated for something else, and it was brought on Shabbat, so you have to bring a chatet. Rabbi Yeshua Poter. However, Rabbi Yeshua says that you do not have to bring us an offering. Why? Because you thought you were doing a mitzvah, and you replaced one mitzvah with a different mitzvah. You replaced the mitzvah of Korban Pesach with something that's reasonable as a Korban Pesach, happened to not be, but in, in the service you were doing another mitzvah. That mitzvah is that it was going to be a different Korban. Shouldn't have been today, but when you when it's that close, it's not remarkably different. It's not so clear that you should have known better, because you can mix up the sheep, and it's actually something else that was a mitzvah, he says, no, no sin offering.
Now they have a conversation. Rabbi Lezer says to Rabbi Yeshua, I'm Rabbi Lezer. If you have a Korban Pesach, that would be fine if it was offered for its own purposes. That's okay. That's what you're supposed to do on Shabbat. You're supposed to bring a Korban Pesach if it's Erev Shabbat. If Erev Pesach is Shabbat, you're supposed to bring a Korban Pesach and for its own sake, as a Pesach. Rabbi Lezer says, listen, when when you bring it for the right reasons, it's it's a mitzvah. And when you bring it the uh, for the purpose of being a private offering, chayev, you now have to bring a sin offering. If then a private offering, like a, like a peace offering, that is usher to bring on Shabbat, even for its own sake, you couldn't bring a peace offering as a peace offering on Shabbat. So now that you've taken something that you weren't allowed to do, and you changed its name on top of that, surely you should be Chayev. You changed it to be a Korban Pesach. Surely you should be Chayev. Now you should have to bring us an offering. Rabbi Shua says back. Amr Rabbi Yeshua, lo. He says, nope. Not the case. Why? You see, when you had a Korban Pesach and you changed it to something that it wasn't allowed to be, you, you had in mind as you brought this Korban Pesach, you said, it's now going to be a peace offering. That's Aser on Shabbat. And so therefore you'd have to bring a, uh, a Korban Chatzah, a sin offering. But Torah B'Zvachim, but here with this, with this sheep that was designated as a peace offering, and what are you changing it to? You're trying in your mind. You can't really successfully change it. It is designated as a peace offering, but you're trying in your mind to change it to a Korban Pesach, Shishinan the Dever Mutter. You're changing it to something that's that's permissible, something you're supposed to be doing. You shouldn't have to bring us an offering. Rabbalazar tries again. Amalur Rabbalazar. Rabbalazar says, I can bring you a proof. A murait What about the korbanot that we bring for the entire community, like the daily offerings, or the mus- really more so the musaf offerings? Well, actually, it's really both. Shehim mutarn a daily offering, a musaf offering on Shabbat. You're allowed to shecht. That's mutter. Vashochit lishman chayev. And yet, if somebody brings a private offering and says, this is a public offering, they bring their private, you know, peace offering and bring it and say, this will be the communal tamid for today. This will be the communal musa for today. They'd be chayev. So they'd have to bring us an offering. So then in that case, um, so shouldn't that be the, the sign for ours? Uh, the, 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 uh, the paradigm for ours. Um, the Rabbi Yeshua, lo. Rabbi Yeshua says back, nope, nope, nope. That's not the way it works. That's not a good example. It's not a good paradigm because public offerings have a limit. We only offer a few of them. Nobody's going to confuse that for private offerings of which there can be close to unlimited. So that's not really a good paradigm. Tomer Pesach, no Kitzvah. You're going to say that about the Korban Pesach, which has this, this in-between status that on the one hand, it's, it's in certain ways a public offering and it's allowed to be offered at Shabbat. And yet there's, there's a huge number of them. We're not talking about, you know, the one daily Tamid, a few animals as part of a, a you know, a Korban Musaf for, for Yom Tov. We're talking about like, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people bringing their Korban Pesach. So it's not really a good paradigm at all. Your proof is nothing, Rabbi Lazar. Now Rabbi Meir throws on Rabbi Meir Omer, Ava shochet l'shem pater. So Rabbi Meir says that also, if a person shechts some other sacrifice as a uh, and says that it is a public offering on Shabbat, uh, that, that is the Tamid, the Musaf, etc., that such a person should be exempt. They do not have to bring the uh, the Korban Chatat um, because, again, they thought that what they were doing was Mutter. Now, the truth is that we um, we don't actually hold uh, like Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar. We actually hold like uh, Rabbi Yeshua, just interesting to note that such a person who you know tried to do it, they thought they were doing the right thing, but they brought the wrong korban, they actually do not uh, have to bring a chata.